This is Adam Lowe, the Yorai Tamuki, the cosplay killer, and this is my Brit Rest journey. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to my Brit Rest journey on bbcwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and the lights we join on the line by the cosplay killer Adam Lowe's. How you doing this evening, Adam? I'm living the dream every single day. Um, I love how you went from your normal talking to your entertainment podcast voice. <laughs> yeah. that, that's made my day. <laughs> it's like when my uh, my stepdad he has a, he, he has a his normal Warrington talking voice and then he has his posh. I'm talking to a, comp- a company voice. It's hilarious. <laughs> Sometimes you do have to whap out the I would like to speak to the manager voice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, he suddenly goes dead low pitched and, and like enunciates everything overly. I know it's dead weird. But yeah, the rest of the time he just talks like a son. Warrenson. <laughs> nice. But, you said before, I, I don't know what to say back to that. Like, if I say anything, <laughs> it'll come out as insulting. And if I do say something nasty, they'll be like, another like demographic will be like, why, why do you like Warrington so much? <laughs> well, okay. So how you doing this evening? Uh, thank you for joining me this evening. And um, how's your return post-lockdown? Because you retired, didn't you? Um, what? I genuinely don't like wrestling. Hmm. Uh, and this is a weird one. I <laughs> never, ever wanted to be on shows. I no. did it just for training. I really like the training aspect of it. Um, and I, I, I think it's more confidence. I never, ever believed in myself ever. Oh. Uh, and this year I finally got the, I, I don't know what happened, but I was like, you know what? Let's, let's give it a shot. Uh, I'll try. Um, and I'm glad. I'm actually really glad because, like, I, I've been training six, seven years now, coming on to seven years. Mm. And if you just take a step back, and I'm still on shows and stuff like that, but I've learned so much that if I did it two years in, I'd have probably annoyed everyone yeah. because I was an idiot. I was a genuine idiot and I know nothing. And now I think I know some stuff. And then you speak to people that have been doing it longer. And you're like, oh my god, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so was that? Uh, so I, I first saw you at the, was that sh- show just outside um, Wrexham? There was a carnival, the Bale. Oh yeah, Brad, the carnival, Bradley carnival. Yeah, yeah. So was yeah. that your first match back? Oh uh, no, it wasn't. No. Uh, I do the carnivals every year for Britannia because mm-hmm. they are some of the best shows, and you can have a laugh. You yeah. can do whatever you want. And because they're not a wrestling crowd, uh, that expect, oh, well, here comes the double down. We know to get into <laughs> it now. And, oh, these moves must be coming next. Uh, you, you have to play around with stuff. Um, yeah, so that was about my fourth or fifth match back. Oh, and cool. remember on the carnivals, you're not just doing one match. You're doing three in a day. You did. Uh, didn't you have two so, matches and two? 
Battle Royals as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're a, they're a fun paycheck. Uh, which is why in the Battle Royals, you either go out very, very, very quickly or yes. <laughs> oh, I want to do some stuff. I'll stay in for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think I recorded both the Battle Royals. I think the first one was four minutes long and the second one was seven minutes long or something. <laughs> they weren't very long Battle Royals. <laughs> yeah. Um, Battle Royals on the carnivals, they used as like a, oh, here's the intermission. Yes. Uh, everybody go away, come back in an hour. We'll have another, we'll have another show. So yeah, they're really good. And the, the first show that I did coming back was against, uh, Dougie Matthews. Um, oh. and we were the opener in some, some weird place. I can't pronounce Welsh names. Even though now I'm in a, a Welsh, uh, faction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we got blown up. <laughs> it was a 20 minute match and we got blown wow. up. And that, that was when I realized coming back from the three month lockdown of, Oh, okay. I need to get back in shape. Yes. I think you were against, uh, Dan White. The first match I watched and you were against, was his name Josh King, the young lad? Josh. Um, Josh. yes, yes, yeah. it is, uh, Josh White or Josh King. I'm yeah. really sorry if I've offended him and I've got it wrong. Um, before this actual podcast, yeah. uh, cause I got out of the shower at, uh, eight o'clock and you wanted to start recording at eight o'clock <laughs> and I still hadn't written my card and I was messaging people like, Oh my God, what's your, what's your name? Uh, cause I'm really scared that I'm going to offend people and mm. say, cat's out the bag, but sometimes you don't use a name in wrestling. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, you use an over the top, like, uh, but Hansworth or something. Uh, and I was like, is this your name? Um, but yeah, I was against him and it was awesome because I was like, yo, my finish is a gotch pile driver. Are you cool with that? And he was mm. like, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you're okay with that? Uh, and he was like, yeah. And then, He's just, unfortunately, he's that young. He, he just said yes. And yes. <laughs> I, I told him off afterwards. I was like, I know that you've not taken a pile driver. Yeah. Most of all, a gotch pile driver. So why did you say yes? Um, so as I got him midway up, I could feel the fear in him. Yeah. So I just gave him, um, a neutralizer, the Cesaro's finish or old finish. Uh, and he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He also, he, also, he seemed like a, he must, have, he must have only been like 14, 15. He doesn't look that old. Yeah, that, um, yeah. he's well, he look, 15. He's he look, one of the Britannia trainees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a really, really good lad. He's coming on a lot. Um, watching his progression each week at the dojo. Uh, it's honestly, it's something to hold. Like I feel bad because I, I joined late and if I joined wrestling at like 14, 15, I'd be like, Oh my God. I can do yes. all of this and yeah. you, you're more flexible. You can do like backflips, which I'm jealous of. Um, but yeah, by the time he's like 22, he's going to be awesome. Yeah. The amount of wrestlers I say they wish they started when they were a teenager. I spoke to this. So. <laughs> it's one that I wished I did when I was younger now. So, but yeah, he's just keeping interested in it as well. Mm. And lots of people do take breaks. There's nothing wrong with that. No. So that, um, after that, we're, you're, oh, were you against? Dougie Matthews or Joey Marcus at Fusion? Uh, I was against the good old pirate yes. uh, Joey Marcus. Uh, there's a very good photo of uh, me giving him a forearm. 
Yes. And I don't know how the photographers captured it, but, uh, his entire face wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they've caught it just at the moment. Like, you know, when you watch stuff in slow motion, like mm. somebody throwing a water balloon, it's like that. And it's one of my most proud moments, uh, in wrestling, just watching that forearm. Um, I really, really enjoyed that match. Uh, I know on the podcast he said, I'd, I'd love to go round two. And the same, same happens. Um, I'd love to go as many times with Joey as possible. Uh, I love the guy. He's, he's, he's great. great. Yeah. And he's getting better and better. And he's tapped into this whole new side of wrestling. So, uh, when he came back from lockdown, obviously he's, he's had this amazing weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's getting fitter and he was like, I want to get a little bit more ruthless. Uh, I want to get a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. And I've been showing him some catch wrestling, some jujitsu. And every week at the dojo, we do something called Shark Tank, which is, um, it's, it's something that I brought from a uh, jujitsu. You get one person in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, both on your knees, one minute, you win and you get out of the shark tank. If you tap or submit somebody or pin them, yes, you stay in the shark tank. If you lose and you keep going and each week I show them a new, uh, submission or a new technique. So last week we we're doing breaking the guard. Uh, and I'm showing them all of these, uh, captioned BJJ techniques. And then I go, okay, well, how can we work that into pro wrestling? So breaking the guard, for example, I gave them a, um, a Jushin Liger spot. Oh, where yeah. they're, they're in guard and you, you go to give them a strike. You catch the arm bar. You, you tease the arm bar. You get into a headstand, twist over yourselves, throw them into the pin. And then you've got that separation. Uh, and through that separation, you can go into your next spot or you can, mm. um, you can work it. You can work that arm bar, bring it back, break the guard, pass, go into full mount, start wailing on them. And the crowd are like, wow, these, these are really fighting and watching Joey Marcus take all of that. And now he's got the comedy in his repertoire and mm. now he's got the legitimate fight, um, style. I, I think he's great. Yeah. I can't wait. So when he's. He's only just turned 18, 18, 19. He's not old at all. So when he's 22, 23, 24, I can't wait to see what he's going to be like. Oh yeah. I, I've made the mistake of starting to go out with, uh, all of these new people that mm. I'm meeting in wrestling and I can't keep up with them. I'm, I've turned 27 this year and they're all like 18, 19. And oh. I'm, I, I, I never had that in life. I never went out. Uh, so I'm like living it now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I used to party in my student days. Uh, I can't keep up. I, I went out with them and, and it was in Huddersfield. I had a two day hangover. I slept through the entirety of Saturday and woke up oh. at seven and they'd gone out to Leeds <laughs> and I was still there just waking up like, Oh man, I, I need an Indian. I need something to make this go away. So. I'm I'm learning to pace myself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I can't drink anymore. I went, I went to TNT Extreme last Thursday, and yeah, I, I had like a three day hangover after it. I think I had five pints by the time we got to the show. God knows how much I had. I drank at the show. I can't. I can barely uh, remember. I can barely remember the main events. I I don't know how to explain it. Like, but I I genuinely am starting to feel a little bit old by saying this. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to be in that place. I don't want to be in that place. Can we not talk about like, you know, 
Oh god, uh, like Digimon or put like <laughs> Tamagotchis or something. Like, yeah, they were awesome to make us feel good again. Yeah, <laughs> first time I remember feeling like I can't. I'm too old to drink because I went to the Download Festival in 2000. Oh, it's awesome! It's Nine, awesome. Ten, ten. That was and it got we we went there on the Wednesday and by the Friday I was done because we just drank for two days. Yeah. In the past, I, I you drank for five days nonstop. But like, yeah, I got to the Friday. I was like, well, I want to go home. And the music hadn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that people like people that don't go festivals don't know. Like mm. I religiously went to Leeds Festival. Yes. and I love heavy music. Uh, I, I like download. Uh, one of my friends has just come back from Pirate Fest, Ooh. which I've now just figured out is a thing, and they're off. They've they're going to Viking Festival as well. And I, I love heavy music. Mm. Uh, but, but most people don't realize is you rock up on the Wednesday. Yes. And there's DJ sets, there's silent discos, there's like all of these cool side attractions. Oh, you just sit all of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like everyone that's gone there is in the same frame of mind. They're like, I really want to just have a good time. I want to meet new people. Mm. I want to rock out. So this is one of my best stories. Uh, it's not re- wrestling related at all. Oh, cool. But one of my claims to fame is, uh, I don't even know if it's a claim to fame, but we stopped Bullet from a Valentine from wow. playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was at <laughs> Leeds Fest 2012 and I'm still friends with my like high school, um, friends and we all decided to go to Leeds together as you do so that you can find each other when you're separated. Mm-hmm. We always went as themes. Uh, one year we went as the Vatican. So we all went <laughs> as nuns. Oh, wow. I dressed up as nuns. Uh, and there was, um, without a lie, I'm not exaggerating. There were 20 of us in our camp and there was one person, uh, a very, very good friend of mine who is, uh, uh, six foot four albino blind, Ooh. uh, Norwegian Dutch. Uh, English person. So he, he looks like a Viking. Yeah. Um, and he's dressed as the Pope. Uh, Bullet with Valentine, they, they, they've, they've just finished a song and they're like, uh, entering like a chop sequence, uh, to get you ready for the next one. And we start a circle pit. And as the circle pits go in, the rest of us realize that this circle pit's happening. It's getting bigger and there's just 20 nuns running around <laughs> one Pope. <laughs> so my friends in the middle, um, as, as the Pope, nuns are running round as a circle pit and the whole, like a lot of the crowd realize that this is happening and they start chanting, hail the Pope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but from a Valentine are like, wow, this is weird. This is obviously <laughs> not planned. Mm. Uh, they then stop, acknowledge us. And I'm like, right, we want to get this pit bigger. It gets massive. And then they do a wall of death and it was, oh, it was wow. awesome. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. I've, I've seen both of my bands. But when I saw them, I didn't know anything. It's one of them. You see a band out of festival and then you, you discover them at the festival and then you, you get to learn the music afterwards. So I watched yeah. them not, not knowing any of their music when I saw them. Yeah, but then one of the best things is when you can like, be like, Oh yeah, bring me. Oh, I saw them when they uh, started on the pit stage at yeah. this side stage on the festival. And you're like, Oh yeah. And then like a few years later, the headline in it and you're like, Oh cool. Yes. Yeah. I did that. Sorry. Yeah. This is a wrestling podcast, yeah. isn't it? 
Like, we should incorporate Fozzie or something in. We played Chester. It was nice. Oh, gutted I missed that. I was just, I was just so... Because it was just before Christmas, I was absolutely blessed. So was like, yeah, one of my favourite things he posts on his uh, socials, uh, and he's pointing at a poster of, of local wrestling. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, look at him. What a, what a lad. Yeah, it was a EPW show, wasn't it? I think. Is it, yeah, so they, I think they do Chester quite often, regularly. So. I, I think so. I think it, I, I don't, once again, don't want to offend anyone. Uh, I think it was, I know Harley was on the poster and Sheik was on the poster. Uh, yes. So, yeah, could have been. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Insert three letters, combine them together. It's a three letter promotion. It's going to be one of them, isn't it? Yeah, you think are a fun, a fun show. I've been to it twice, I think. Yeah. They're just like a, a bit like an all star show, just a family show. They tend to have. Oh, awesome. I love that. So they usually have about like four matches and then a battle mm. royal. There's not really a st- storyline going through. It's just four fun matches. Goodies, no, no, baddies. that's... Yeah, it's just, yeah, just a family show. It's, it's Bread and butter of British wrestling. Mm. Like, coming up from the camps and obviously little town halls. Um, so, yeah, bread and butter. Love that stuff. Yeah, that was my my oldest, who's 16 now. We, we took him when he, he must have been 10, and he loved shouting at all the baddies and the baddies reinteracting back with him. Yeah, that was his first ever wrestling. But Bram was awesome. on the show, so he thought it was a TNA right. show. So I, I did. Okay, yeah. We had a TNA show. In my he, he's, he's got him in. He's done his job. How do everyone? This is the Maestro Philip Michael, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. If we go way back, yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah, yeah. favorite favorite wrestler growing up. Favorite wrestler. Uh, it's ODB. Ooh, genuinely, it's ODB, uh, and it always will be. Um, I think she's awesome. I think she's incredible. Uh, now, very, very different approach, but growing up, it was ODB. Oh, that was, yeah, she was, she was, she looked so different to the knockouts at the time. A bit her versus like the beautiful people. It was just the contrast and styles. I, I loved it. But, yeah. So the very first live wrestling match that I ever watched, mm. uh, was ODB versus Awesome Kong. And this wow. is why she's my favorite wrestler. Uh, I, like growing up, I actually didn't watch wrestling. We're not that into it. Um, we, we didn't have Sky and WWE was on Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're at, uh, Universal and at the time Universal were hosting TNA tapings. So first match, uh, they came out with Twizzlers and they were really revving the crowd up. Like who wants a free pack of Twizzlers? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what they must have used for like the, the pan across shots yes. to like get people Mexican waving. And then ODB comes out, uh, with a massive turkey leg. And she spits it into the crowd. And my dad was like, all right, I like wrestling now. So to this day, the only wrestlers that my dad knows are ODB and Mick Foley. That's oh, it. Wow. No other wrestling exists to him. <laughs> oh, <baby. laughs> yeah. So what prompted you to do on tight to get them in yourself? Um, when, when you invited me on, I had to actually think about this. When, like, when I say I don't like wrestling, uh, I actually do. And it was at a game of Dungeons and Dragons, and one of my friends really wanted to play um, a wrestling character in in D anD D. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And this is a concept that I'd love to stretch out. I want to get a load of wrestlers to do a British D anD D podcast, but as your character. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was at a game of D anD D, and we were talking about local schools near us, and I'm from Crewe. And there isn't a, there isn't a school near me, uh, unfortunately. 
Uh, so we we were Googling, we were looking them up, and throughout like college, we were like, we just can't find a school. Uh, roll around like a year later of constantly looking up, and we find this school, and yeah. we both head down to the first week, and I fell in love with it. I was like, this is awesome. And my background is MMA, jiu-jitsu, and I was like, ah, what wrestling? Why do I want to mess around with that? Um, but I've still got that memory of watching TNN. I was like, actually, I really like it. I'll go to the first session and then I have to move away to London oh, for, uh, yeah. for my uni, for my uni. Uh, I did politics, uh, in London and I find this school, Lucha Britannia. So each week on a Monday, I learned Lucha and I was like, oh, this is really awesome. And then oh, fast forward like six, seven years later, I'm still doing it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm still doing it. <laughs> I, it's weird. I, I kept all the way through saying, I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to wrestle. don't want to do it. I still love it. I, I, I love it. Did you have an idea of a character when you started like, training or that you wanted to be? I wanted to be a mad scientist. Ooh. So, yeah, I, I got thrown in to shows at, the redacted wrestling academy yeah. way way earlier than what i should have done uh and it was a very steep learning curve and i wanted to do a mad scientist gimmick and then i wanted to do a lawyer gimmick and then i wanted to do essentially i wanted to play D. <laughs> have you seen a wrestling? professor nicodemus in shikara no i haven't yeah I, I, oh, I love shikara as well yeah, yeah. He, he created three monsters that are like his henchmen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that could have been a fun gimmick to have on the vicious scene. It's like, yeah. Well, like I've, in fact, looking over, I've still got the lab coat in my, in my wardrobe. Mm. Uh, I come out in a lab coat and I was told not to wear it. Uh, and I draw like, you know, like, um, lobotomy marks across my forehead and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to go down that route because if, in this fantasy world where we can play whatever character that we want to, why not be a mad scientist creation? Like, it'd be awesome. Yes. <laughs> so um, I ended up uh, not having a character at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of my characters were insane. <laughs> like I wanted to do a lawyer that uh, only won matches because of bylaws and technicalities. Because at the time I was studying philosophy, politics, oh, economics, fun. and stuff like that. So like, oh, actually, you haven't beat me because bylaw 5.27 of the Cheshire Code says that if you touch the ropes for more than five seconds, as you know, mm -hmm. uh, but the bylaw says that nowhere does it say that you can't do it over like multiple amounts of time. So say someone goes to the ropes, they do one, two, three, four. Oh, I've got till five. And then they touch the ropes again. Well, the bylaws say that that's still technically five. You're disqualified. Yes. <laughs> I win. Oh, oh, you want a match? No, see me in court. And then you can do the whole court scene oh, but in sounds, the ring. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, you can bring in other wrestlers and they're the witnesses. <laughs> the jury's just like the crowd. And they're like, is he guilty? And you can get him involved. I'd, I'd love that. Oh, so sure. There'll be information to let you do that. That sounds so fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there was a promotion that let me do what I want, it'd just be wrestlers sat around the ring playing D and D. I'm a I'm a huge nerd. I've got like I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> That's 
right, so you're also a member of a new faction called the North Wales Collective. Um, Ryan, Ryas, Joey, Marcus, Boogie Matthews. Shall I use Jiha? The one that they call Jinha has now joined the North Wales Collective. Yes. So Je- um, Joey kind of teased the faction during our interview, but tell us a bit more about the creation of the team and where you met the lads and stuff. Uh, so we are a ragtag group of uh, wrestlers that have found each other uh, post-lockdown. And to quote one of my favourite singers, Lizzo, if mm. I'm a shine, then everybody's going to shine. Yes. And the whole point of it is it's, it's not a faction, but it is. Uh, it's just about bringing each other up. Uh, mm. North Wales doesn't really have much of a wrestling scene. And at the moment, uh, like, uh, real, uh, which is where the dojo is, Landudno. It, it's just about, well, let's bring each other up. Let's go learn all of these styles. Let's go train at all of these places and let's show it. Mm. And it, it, it's open to anyone that just wants to help each other out. Uh, like, don't think it will stop here. Um, if you, uh, and you don't even have to be North Wales, but if you feel like you've genuinely don't belong in a, a certain place, myself, like crew, there's, there's nothing around me. No. Um, and you've got a style, come, come like join in with us, like let's help each other. Um, the reason Brit Refs got so over is because everyone was helping each other out. Like when I say, if I'm shine, then everybody's going to shine. What's the point in negativity? What's the mm. point in bickering? Um, like what's the point in all of these divides? No, no, let's, let's just help each other out. Let's put this section on the map. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. an amazing, amazing message to get across. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, why, why wouldn't you want to be better? Like, um, if you genuinely like love wrestling, and you want wrestling to be better, then why not push everyone to be better? Definitely. Yeah, so it's, it's not going to be like a North Wales version of the Bullet Club. Type thing. Oh, no, what are you on about? No, we want like 20, 30 members of the imports <laughs> whenever they come across. <laughs> that's ah, well, more, that's more, it. Yeah, you're Northern Welsh now. More like an uh, NWO, though, anyone can join. <laughs> You'll have to have a bit of Generally, though, if, <laughs> if you want to make wrestling better, because it's, it's not a faction, no. but it is. And if you just want to like help each other out, do it, do it. So yeah, Bullet Club, why not? Uh, no, the whole thing though is that we're, we're young wrestlers. We just want to help each other out. Uh, and let's see where it goes. Uh, I wasn't even meant to be in it. I didn't know that I was in it until, uh, I was told that I was in it. <laughs> that's, that's how wrestling happens to me. I just find myself in things. Oh, you're booked. Am I? <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. I'll see you then. Oh, you're in a faction now. Am I? Okay. <laughs> cool. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, see, so I was seeing on Instagram that you and Jin have been going around filming promo stuff. Was that as kind of prep for what was meant to be Britannia on the 29th, which has been rescheduled for the 19th of February? So but- that is for myself and him. For him, uh, the, like, keep an eye out on it because, um, once again, the creative side's coming out. So mm. for the one that they call Jinha, not much is known about him right now other than no. that he comes from Benidorm. Um, and he is a genuine demon incarnate. Yes. Um, and we're, we're filming. I was really hoping that it was going to be out by now, but we're filming all of these promos and videos, um, that, that 
uh, gritty and show him being summoned because uh, it's hard to get him like for a booking. You can't just like DM him and then be yeah. like, oh, you, you've you've you know you've got to go out to like a church or an abandoned graveyard or a castle that's you know had a lot of misfortune. You've got to do the right ritual and you've got to got to really talk to the dead to bring him. <laughs> it's, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. Honestly, getting him into the car is a hard feat. Um, and, and he doesn't speak a word of English. So it's, it's, it's been a weird few weeks and it's mm. a relationship that I never thought I'd ever have. And it's yet yes. one of the best relationships that I've ever made in wrestling. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait for him to come onto the podcast either. I don't know who's going to have to translate, but he generally can't speak a word of English. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we're filming these videos. Um, and you know, can can you remember the first season of Lucha Underground? I've never watched Lucha Underground. I've heard amazing I, things about I, it. I when I got Netflix, I was like, yes, I can watch Lucha Underground, but it's not on British Netflix. So. Oh, um, uh, Daily, sorry, like Daily, Daily Motion, Motion or anything yes. like that. Mm. Um. Please watch season one if you, you like wrestling. It's fantastic. The way that it cuts from a, a segment to an in-ring match, mm. uh, it's um, it's kind of like an action film yes, where they have all of these side sections, and it'd be like uh, Rey Mysterio falling through a roof, and then it'd be it fall into the actual arena, uh, and it's stuff like that. And then for myself, um, I I. I, I don't know whether I should say this, but it might incriminate myself, but I killed someone <laughs> in the woods. Mm. Uh, and I, I, I guess this is my confession, really, to come clean. And it feels therapeutic. Um, it was as the new Spider-Man came out. Yes. Uh, something just came up inside me. And I, I hate Spider-Man. Hate him. I just, like, I don't understand why he doesn't want everyone to know who he really is. Um, so I killed him, killed Spider-Man. Wow. Um, and it's going to be this video. It comes out. Uh, it's just something different. It entertained me. There you are. There's the answer to that. If I'm rambling on, please tell me. That's fine. I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. So you have to message me as soon as it sells. Uh, yeah. Video editing's hard. I didn't know this. That's why, that's why like, I don't, that's why I don't do it. So <laughs> audio. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like learning all of, it's, it's kind of a skill set in itself. I'm learning how to like, you know, transition and getting mm. these nice color gradings going. So it looks really nice, but, uh, it's a lot of time. And I guess it's like when you first started podcasting, you, you, you'd have all this anxiety of, Oh my God, is anyone even going to listen? Yes. Um, first, it's the same for me. At the seeing people listen to our first show. And now what have you got? Like, I don't know, a few thousand. Uh, yeah, after saying yeah. that, it's that number, or take the chance to just like exaggerate and be like, oh, come on, I've got like 5,000 listening. But it's probably about between 700 and 1,100 per. There you go, then. So. There you go. So, like, for me, I've got this huge anxiety of like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm not even a wrestler. And yet, I'm, I'm recording this like mini movie <laughs> of me murdering Spider Man in the oh, woods. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, amazing. So, yeah, I'm scared that no one's going to watch it. But at the same time, I love it. Yeah, I'm sure me, me and my son will be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? Don't encourage him to watch stuff like that. How old oh, is he? 
I'm the older, the oldest on me, 16. So. All right, hey, that, that's fine then. Like, he, he can sneak in and watch 18 films now. He can lie oh, and like oh, that. He, he, Hawaiian he lo- passport. He, he loves horror films. He's obsessed. He's, he's getting into yeah. anime now as well. Oh, that's, like, we can pass, talk about that. It's, it's, it's completely passed me by. I've, I've tried to watch it, but I just, he likes um, it. I, I recommend loads. The mm. rule of thumb that I found anyway is that the longer the title, because a lot of words in Japanese just don't translate into English. No. <laughs> um, the longer the title, the better the, um, the better the show. Uh, so I'm watching one at the moment called the, the cafe at the end of the world that has a hidden door. Now, oh, okay. that's, um, that's a really long English title. I'm pretty sure it's only called like Higukake. Or something in Japanese, and I'm like, hmm, they really have not uh, they have a word for the cafe at the end of the world that has a hidden <laughs> door. <cool>. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just finished watching My Hero Academia, the whole series. Oh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I I just love it. It's great. Wrestling could learn a lot from anime, mm. and vice versa, vice versa. Love to see a wrestling anime. All right, so get Where they all actually okay. have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> I could, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, I do like that. If I, we have discovered during lockdown that, uh, was it super fancy cosplay wrestling? That's, oh, yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant to watch. So just superheroes. Yeah. Just wrestlers dressed as superheroes. Wrestling. I, so it's, it's I can't imagine a worse place. Uh, uh, please, please it's book me on that <laughs> somehow. Like reach out to them. I'll, I'll send you my details. Reach out to them. Uh, like you've genuinely just described my dream match going in and I'm getting to fight cosplayers. That is, that's the dream. Yeah. Cause they, oh, not, I can't think of, oh, who's the other on my head? Oh, I'll, I'll try, I'll have to send you details. So I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. Oh, please do. I'd love that. Yeah, they like, they'll have like, like the championship, the, 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 20, the version of the 24 seven championship is the toxic, mm. toxic crusade championship. And they laugh like Deadpool and Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> this is, this is. Oh, incredible. Um, incredible. I love it. I yeah. love it. I'll send you the link. Yeah, we, Thank yeah. you. It's my six Thank you so much. That'll be, my, uh, yeah. that'll be my nightly viewing tonight. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I think it's just a, a cosplay convention, but yeah, it's, yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, honestly, if, if like my personal life ever got mixed in with my wrestling life, I, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> because I, I, I'm doing this persona at the moment of the cosplay killer. Like I go to Comic Con like all the time. Uh, I, I like I play Yu Gi Oh still to this day. I love Yu Gi Oh. Mm. Play D and D. Yeah, I'm a huge geek. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I love it. If any other wrestler, if you're listening to this and you're on a show, please bring your like a Magic deck or Yu Gi Oh deck or like uh, Pokemon on your uh, Switch with you. I'd like. In locker rooms, I'd, I'd love to just, uh, like, play some Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my, my six-year-old got a Switch for Christmas, and that's what all he's done is play Pokemon. He loves it. <laughs> it's, it, it's great. And, and like, now, like, when I was growing up, uh, I'm in a weird generation of, like, the Game Boy that I had didn't have a backlight. So I'd hike three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'd be, like, on Pokemon Red with, uh, you could buy these, like, you know, like glasses that have glasses that come over them. Yes. Um, one of them for the Game Boy, and then it'd have a light, and it was like twenty pound. And I remember having to like beg and beg 
for this <laughs> for this magnifying light glass that I could use to go under my bed sheets and make like a tent. Yes. And hide under that with my Game Boy, being like, oh my god, where is Lapras? Come on, where is Lapras? Going around the safari zone. And my dad came in and I uh, just realised what I was doing and then confiscated it off me and I'm pretty sure I never got it back after that. The, the extension light thing, just so that I'd actually sleep. Yeah, I, I was slightly sold. So slightly, my, my little, little brother, who's, who's probably 33 now, I think. I think I'm seven years old now. He was well into Pokemon, but it's slightly, I was slightly too old when Pokemon came out to really get into it at the time. I was, I was, I was yeah, I was, I was into wrestling and cartoons weren't cool now. <laughs> so it's like, that wasn't I guess, uh, I, I, I don't want to take a stab in the dark at your age, but I'm guessing you're in like the prime time of like you had the Monday Night Wars and that growing up. So you, you've like lived through some good days of wrestling. When, when I, I, or am I just insulting you? No, you're no, actually no, 20. no, no. I, when the, I missed the Attitude Era, I was, I, cause I, I was 17 when the Attitude Era started. So I wasn't mm. watching that cause I was out drinking and part, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, was, yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't cool to watch wrestling. So I missed the, I've watched that and watched it retrospectively, but I, yeah, I didn't, I, I can't, I basically watched up to about 97 and then got back into it for a, a little bit in 2001. When I heard the invasion was happening, mm. so I thought that sounds cool. But for that, then I only watched it again till I moved out, and I couldn't put Sky. <laughs> and then <laughs> I got back into it in 2006 because I heard okay. ECW, ECW was starting again. So I watched yeah, it again for a bit. Those then, those uh, one night only is a fantastic yeah. or one night stand. I can't remember the exact title. Yeah. Oh, they're they're fantastic shows. Yeah, and then yeah, and then again, it was only when my son got back into it in two, 2011. We've been, yeah, mm. we've watched it ever since. Um, so, yeah, so I had a big break. I feel like I've turned this around. You've spoken more about wrestling than I have. <laughs> Ahoy, scallywags around the world. And this is the Pirate Prince, Joey Marcus, the natural born scallywag. And you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Okay, so if you're promoting for a day, promoting a show, using wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with, Wrestlers are associated to you in some way. Could be some wacky way. Just you know, have to have a connection to you in some way. Um, if I give you a match type, you tell me who you put in that match. So. Cool. cool. Um, so, so my opener is Sheik El Sham versus oh. Dean Allmark. Wow. That'd be fun. Uh, exactly. That's it's fun. It's to draw people in. It's to make them go, oh, this is wrestling. And they are the two people that have influenced me and coached me the most this year. Um, I trained at All Star mm-hmm. and uh, Top Rope Wrestling Academy, which uh, I I can't recommend highly enough. Uh, what what Sheik's doing with his new bunch of trainees is mm. fantastic. Almost, uh, yeah. There's, there's going to be a lot of people coming out of there. You're like, wow, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Sheik El Sham versus Dean Olmark. Yeah, you know it's going to be good. Got, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I saw Dean Olmark last. So I, was, I saw him on Thursday last week. That was the first time I've seen him at like a non-family show. Oh, he was mm. bleeding. He was taking massive bumps onto um, guardrails. He did a yeah that summer salt off the top of the stairs. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, that's just one side of him. Like yes. Dean's crazy technical, and oh, he could have had that kind of match, but he didn't. 
and he got busted open and he took what that crazy bump through mm. a guardrail and you're like wow yeah because th- then he got took backstage and uh, and then 10 minutes five minutes later he just they'll just they'll fight outside and then he just flipped off the top he just did the somersault off the top of the steps i was like what yeah we thought he's out the match <laughs> so they threw up the x and everything so you think oh no it's like a real injury yeah they conned us so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about a comedy match? Uh, I have got um, Mitchell Starr versus Barry Pewett. Oh, yes. I have not heard of I think that that would be an incredible match. So uh, Mitchell Starr's uh, mainly WAW. Uh, he's getting around a lot. Mm. Um, and it's um, it's a drag act. Uh, but he's utterly incredible. Wow. The way that he can draw you in uh, is mm. great. Um, I know he's got some shows coming up. Um, please, please check him out. Uh, he's a, a lovely person as well. Uh, but evil in the ring, uh, as the best heels are. Yes. Uh, evil in the ring. Um, and, and I think that'd just be an absolutely fantastic match. It'd be hilarious. Um, but yeah, Mitchell Starr. Yes. Barry uh, P. Wett. I, 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 I love, I love, I love the gimmick of Barry P. Wett. It's just hilarious. The way, how, how he gets so excited when he gets a two count. And how he climbs up to the top rope, then climbs back down to the bottom rope. So he, because he's too scared to jump off the top rope. I think it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the whole concept of that match is Barry really wants to wrestle, overly excited to wrestle. Mitchell Starr hates wrestling. Like mm. at any opportunity, like one count, that's it. Out, out the yep. ring. So it would be the match of I want to wrestle versus the match of I really don't want to wrestle and yes. I won't let you wrestle either. And I just think it's going to be fun. Oh, man, um... So I've actually got a scramble match. Okay. Uh, like, uh, I don't know if you watched uh, Wrestle Kingdom, but they have a rumble and the last yes. four people in the rumble obviously make it through to day two. And yes. it's kind of along that lines, apart from it will let you, this scramble match, compete later on in the ma- in the night Yes. For the main title. Wow. Yes. Uh, so in, in this scramble match, yeah, we've got Alfie Brook, Andy Knox, we've got Dougie Matthews, we've got Ren Brook, who is an up and coming, uh, wing wrestler out of the Britannia Dojo that oh, we've seen a lot of. Yeah. Um, you've got, uh, Melanie Fierce, who's a, an up and coming wrestler out of, uh, Top Rope Wrestling Academy. Uh, she's honestly, probably the future of women's wrestling in the UK. She's phenomenal. I couldn't, I couldn't put her over more. Yes. Um, uh, we've got Lance Rivera. Yes. Lance. We've got Ewan O'Raw. And then for my, like in, in these rumbles and scramble matches, you always have that little nostalgia. So mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite people that I've ever met in wrestling, uh, not like personal, but just, just as a wrestler is Jack Sinclair. He's, he's yes. phenomenal. So I want him to come out for that little, ah, oh, you wrestler. Oh, amazing. Uh, little pop. And, um, yeah, whittle it down. And out of those people, it's an elimination match. So you can win via over the top rope, submission or pinfall. Whoever gets to win that goes on to have the ability to compete in the main event, which is for the main title. Yeah. So who, who would be the, I don't know. You have to, you have to come to the show to find out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the point in this. I'm trying to draw you in. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I really like the idea. Uh, this is breaking whatever rules of wrestling of having a match where you don't know who the winner is going to be until halfway through the match where the ref calls it. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So I think we stick all these people in this scramble match and they all get themselves over and then see who elicits a response and see who's, who's, you know, feeling it. Yeah. And then imagine like Greenwood just going, Oh yeah, by the way, uh, uh Dougie Matthews, you're <laughs> over. Or, yeah. Oh, by the way, Lance, you're over. <laughs> Some <laughs> of the wrestlers in that match, you know, might not know. And then he no. goes, Oh, by the way, I'm over. <laughs> I, 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 I really like the idea of that. So Lance, Lance, Lance will be most upset if you don't pick him to win. Uh, well, that only gives me more reason for it, for it not to happen now. <laughs> or, Maybe, like, you try and, uh, you lie in the ring, you're like, oh yeah, ref said I'm going over. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other person that knows who they should be winning is like, no, I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Why not? That's stipulation of that match. It's a scramble match. Winner gets to compete in the main event. And um uh, you don't know who's winning until halfway through the match. Okay, um, hardcore extreme rules style match. Yeah, I've got, uh, the one that they call Jinha. Yes. Uh, versus Rai Lloyd. Ooh. Versus Drew Parker. That could be fun. Oh yeah, they're gonna destroy each other. And it's, uh, it's a death match. Yeah. Why not? Definitely. Uh, I wanna see cheese graters. I wanna see car oh. batteries. I wanna see light tubes. I wanna see glass panels. Yeah, I, d- yeah. I, d- I don't get deathmatch wrestling. I don't, why would, I don't see why would anyone would want to do it. It's just like, <laughs> uh, I, have you been to a zoo? Most people have been to a zoo. Yeah, a zoo. Yeah. What What's your favorite animal? Oh, it's like the elephants and I like the bats. All right, yeah. I really like the spiders. I really like massive, huge tarantulas and like yeah, all of that. And that's the best way that I can describe why people would be into it. Because when you go to the zoo... I can see why fan, fans would like to do it. I can't see why wrestlers would want to do deathmatch wrestlers. Oh, because it's it's inside you. It's innate. Yeah. It's like yeah. um, uh, someone that... That guy that climbed the gherkin mm. or uh, like the shard without a, a harness on. Like something mm. inside you compels you to go, you know what? I want to do this. Yeah. And the same way like Evil Knievel wanted to jump buses. <laughs> it, it takes a special type of person. I'd Definitely. never do it ever, no. ever, ever, ever. Uh, not even toy around with the idea. Like I'll have an actual, sh- what, what people call shoot matches. Like I'll have an MMA match with someone, mm-hmm. but I'll never have a death match. No. Yeah. So I interviewed Ryan Rice. He said he wants to have one just to see what it's like. I don't, if you even have to question whether yeah. you can do it or not, it might not be for you. Alfie, Bro- Alfie Brooks wants to do it full time. He wants to be a deathmatch wrestler. He told me. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Like, <laughs> but he still it, does. I, that, that was twenty twenty when when so. when I talk to people that, that do it, like there's something inside them that makes them want to do it. So mm. like Jin Ha the other week, just in training, just in training, just got a a, a bag of tacks out and oh, just bumped yeah. onto them for for no reason <laughs> other than he wanted to. Oh. Just because, just because, <laughs> uh, week before that, I just went through a table just because. 
uh, the, the class was asking, that, yeah. oh, yeah. How, do, how do I go through a table? And we all looked at each other and went, what do you mean you have to, how do you go, like, how do I go through a table? There's only one way you can go through a table. That's, that's through it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were like, please, can you show us? <laughs> right. Where do you think this is going to go? Oh, and maybe it was just a massive rib. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he went through a table just, just on his own, did it. Oh, and, and there's something inside of him that compels him to do that. Uh, yeah. He, he did that with a shoulder injury, wasn't he? Uh, a leg, yeah. He, he has, like, at that point, no ligament in his leg. Mm. I just did it. Yeah. Oh. It, it's insane. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Cool. Uh, what's next on the list? Of, uh, uh, so this is my, um, the, the mid card. Uh, I want to do myself because I'm going to have to put myself over. This is Kev Lloyd. Ooh. And it's going to be a, uh, a pancreas style match. Yeah. Um, and free rope breaks in the match. And let's see what happens uh, as technical as it gets, but not like wrist locks and stuff like that. No, let's, let's have a pancreas match. That sounds fun. I saw, I saw Kev Lloyd for the first time in August at Odyssey Pro Wrestling. First time I've seen him live. I've seen him on YouTube and stuff. The first time I've seen him live. He was so cool. So. Oh, I, I can't put him over enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, uh, just opened up a new school in Warrington. Mm. Uh, the first part of the session does catch wrestling. And then the second part of the session does pro wrestling. And I think anyone that in, enjoys, um, just, just wrestling in general should at least learn, mm. uh, where the history of it, because it all originated from carnivals and Definitely. I pay two sixpence to try and beat up you. And yeah. you can't do it because I'm, uh, it's like Lufez getting the NWA belt and it's because he could genuinely just beat someone up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I love, I think everyone should at least do a little bit of it before you can go, actually, I really respect pro wrestling now because this is where it's from. And it, it's, it's like a respect thing. Yeah. I think he brought, he brought back Sexy Kev for just one night because it was the debut. <laughs> I love Sexy Kev. So, so it was like, yay. So the first time I see Kev is, yeah. Sexy Kev. So, it's hilarious. Uh, tag team title Yeah, uh, problem is I've not got anyone for them to face. So this Ooh. is going to be one where I genuinely don't, you don't know who's going to come through the curtains. It could be an import. It could be, uh, like a returning old tag team. Mm. Who knows? Um, I've got the North Wales Collective, the Scallywags, uh, of the Joey Marcus and Ryan Riot. But I have no idea, generally no idea who to put them against. And this is my fault because I only booked the card two minutes before it was meant to happen. What's the, Um, is it Death Row? Is that with Dan Evans and? See, that, that's, that's who I've put. Dan White and. I didn't know whether to put the Merseyside Murder Squad or Death Row. I generally didn't know. Mm. Now I know they've already faced the Merseyside Murder Squad. So yeah. Good, good shout. Thank you, uh, prom- uh, co-booker. Uh, we'll have them versus Death Row. Yes. Death Row. I, w- I fell asleep on the couch a couple of weeks ago and, and when I woke up, it was PCW, it was on Tally and Death Row. I thought, oh, what are you saw them? And a little They're card. Good lads. Yeah. They're really, really funny. After my match with, oh God, I'm getting confused. I want to say Dan. Dan, Dan White. Yeah. 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 Dan White. Uh, at the end, uh, what the, the promoter for, for Britannia was like, were you two really hitting each other? <laughs> no, it's, it's wrestling. Yeah. Oh, those strats look really good. And that's the segment 
where I just wanted to do an impersonation. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't sure who was the face and who's the heel in that, and then you attacked them after the match, I so, so you, I'm guessing you were the. Oh, I, uh, I was meant to be the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, as you can tell, uh, all I did was wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I got angry that I beat beat him because I had another match later on where I was meant to be beating a kid up and you can't have someone that you were cheering for now turn around and actually be a bad guy. So it was the first match. Neither of us had established whether we were face or heel. Mm. We were just wrestling. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have a face or a heel sometimes. You might just genuinely have two people fighting each other. Um, So it was down for you to decide who the face and the heel was. And clearly at the end of the match where I kicked him in the leg, while he was celebrating indicates that I'm the bad guy. Yeah, definitely. And that's your main events? Yeah. So we've got the babyface Pitbull versus yes. Rio. Ooh. And obviously the person that won the scramble has the chance to come into that match and fight for the main belt. But I, I think these two could put on an absolute belt in that. I I yeah, I think they're both brilliant. They're, they're both so athletic. Like Pitbull is abnormally strong uh i had a pancreas match with him and i don't want to say he embarrassed me but i spent the entire match just pulling guard because yeah. he was so strong just so strong uh i think he went easy on me and that's i'm not doing this to like say oh yeah he's really good like genuinely i think he went easy on me Mm. Um, the, the, the opening of that match is he comes out and he just Sparta kicks me like this is, <laughs> and, and kicks me. I'm like, all right, this is how it's going to go. I, I thought I was going to be nice and not strike you like gentleman's agreement, but no, he just comes out the gate, Sparta kicks me. Wow. Uh, I was like, wow. Okay. And he's abnormally strong in wrestling. Mm-hmm. He, he just looks like his Germans, his strikes. Uh, it's going to be great. And uh, Rio, once again, she, like, I think she's so athletic and it's something different. Mm. And I think she'd give him a run for his money. Yeah, she's great. And you've got the wild card then coming in. Like who could have stolen it out of that uh, scramble match? Lance. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. For, yeah. For, like, for the, be- once for the better, the better, benefit of Lance listening as you'll know. Lance, if you're going to come in between that, match you're gonna have to whap out a massive super kick yes a, a massive super kick and then you've got pitbull that is gonna be on your tails <laughs> ready to german you so i wouldn't you love to see that wouldn't I think, you I love think, to see it I, think that'd be amazing. I can't believe that's never happened okay. I, I i this is why i don't understand like why a lot of agenda matches don't happen one of my favorite matches is thatcher versus tony storm Yes. Uh, I can't remember what it's on. And I think it opens up all these possibilities. Like, Rio versus Pitbull is a great match. Yes. Let's have it. Someone, whoever's listening, please book it. If you're a, if you're a promoter out there, please book it. Love to see it. Yeah, I love that. Rio's so cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just cool. I wish I could, like, pull off blue air. I can't. I, 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 yeah, I dyed my hair purple once in, like, 2007. And I thought I was dead good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We've all been through that phase, trying to be edgy. Mm. And then, like, you look in the, like, oh, like, at the time, you think you're really cool. And then at the end, like, two years later, you look back on pictures and you're like, oh, actually. Mm. Yeah, I think it kind of really. I, I reckon you would look forever. cool, though. I'm not trying to, like, you know. So, yeah. That's all right. Pulled it off. Except, except, yeah. Except, as it faded, I had a bad pink hair for a couple of weeks. 
until I shaved my head. Did you uh, peroxide it or bleach it before? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you did it right then. I, I never did. So like, I was always like, why is this not working for me? I got, yeah, I got and one. And I have my, like, I got one of my stray cat red hair. I've got my friend Gemma to do it properly. So, mm. but yeah, it's so we go to the festival. I had quite purple hair. It's quite fun. Nice. Nice. So I, I never know how to compliment people. I'm awkward. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm genuinely trying to compliment you. I, I'm sure it would have looked good. I, I just have really bad social interaction. I am sure if anyone was like backstage with me, I, I honestly mean this. I'm just awkward. Yeah. So I was exactly I, the same. Um, I will say, <laughs> Generic compliment because that's what I'm trying to do. But I don't know how to do it. Well, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think this that was a great card. I think I could. And the list the card. So, yeah, yeah, that's the point. That's the point. I want to see these matches, mm. and I think that's why it came so quickly to me. Yeah, uh, I, I these are matches that I want to see. So why wouldn't I book them? Okay. I just realised we're getting to the end, and we talked about a Tajiri story, which we haven't talked about yes so should we oh yeah i was going to like promote some shows and talk about wrestling uh yeah uh i kicked tajiri in the face and that's why he liked me um so the story is that i went and did a seminar with tajiri Hmm. in a foreign country uh with a good friend of mine matt and this drill that we're doing, he's getting people to roll, just, just forward roll, um, and come up to a combat stance. And everyone's doing that. I don't know if you've seen the breaking ground video and mm. it was quite notorious at the time where Regal's shouting at people, step forward, left foot forward. So everyone's doing that. Mm. And Tajiri's kicking people in the back of the head. Every time someone does a forward roll, kicks him in the back of the head, kicks yeah. him in the back of the head. Every single person. And there are some quite like good people at this seminar. There's, there's like people now like really big on the Indies that are at this seminar. And I'm from a background where I'm like, I get why he's kicking people in the back of the head. Cause he, at this seminar, Tajiri did not say a word no. at all. Um, and a little bit of the story later on that I'll come to. Um, so he's kicking everyone in the back of the head. And I'm like, I don't want to be kicked in the back of the head. So I get in, I do my two forward rolls, and I know what I'm doing. So I come to a combat stance, and I know where his position is going to be because I've watched other people do it. So I kick him. I just kick him. (laughs) (laughs) I've got got no fear. I don't care. I'm probably never going to see him again. And also, if I'm going to be remembered, it may as well be for kicking Tajiri in the head for this. So I kick him, and uh, he just nods. He just nods and he goes back. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's, that's weird. Uh, and then everyone else in the room just like, oh, did that just happen? Oh, and I, I, and this is why people think I'm awkward because I am. And my brain just tells me to do these things. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. and it leads to good places. It leads to bad places, but they're always interesting. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I kicked to Jerry in the head. Right, next bit of the story, the more interesting stuff. Uh, so a year later, I get booked to be in this promotion. Um, and as I come in, like, you know, like in school when people like did the hushed whispers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Uh, Alexandra. Yeah. Did you know that he actually has a piercing that mm-hmm. actually wraps round to his back and it, it's where he holds like his crossbow? It was like <laughs> one of them moments. Yeah. yeah. 
And they were like, he kicked a Jerry in the head. Oh, don't mess with him. I'm like, I, come on, come on. <laughs> and I get put into this. Uh, it, the gimmick of the match was it was international people versus British people. Mm-hmm. I was not put on the British team. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was teamed with uh, a really good friend of mine. Uh, the uh, God, this is what I have a problem with. Uh, gimmick names. Uh, the Swiss rock star, Swiss rock star, uh, Tiago Montera, uh, this other dude, which name escapes me and I don't want to say his real name, uh, and me. So we've got a Swiss person, a French person, we've got a Portuguese person and me. Yeah. And obviously you can tell from the way I sound, I'm, I'm not international against a team of British people. And at one point during this match, someone gets me into the corner and calls something and they over the top call it like, I'm going to throw you into the corner, take an <laughs> uppercut, thinking that I'm international. I go, yeah, all right, sound. Yeah. <laughs> and it was that moment in the match of, you're not foreign. No, why, why would I be foreign? And, and people just presumed. <laughs> just, just presumed. So the rest of that match went swimmingly. Uh, but yeah. Planning that match was something else because um, everyone spoke different languages and it was one of them matches where you had to like through hand signals mm-hmm. and showing like bits on YouTube planned the match. Oh, wow. And I was awesome. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, then I wrestled someone from Japan, yeah. uh, which same again. Now I've been practicing my Japanese. I really wanted to impress. And this comes all the way back to the beginning of the story. So at the end of the seminar, when um, Tajiri is saying bye, Tajiri does not speak a word of English. And there's a Portuguese person translating fake Japanese, pygmy Japanese, and then trying to translate it into English. And I'm like, please, like, there's no point. Just just show us what we're doing. Mm-hmm. At the end, I go over to Tajiri. I'm like, hi, guys, I'm ass. Hajimamaste, Adam Des, Yorosku Onogeishinas. Which means, hey up, or like, good morning, uh, I'm Adam, pleasure to meet you, I'm a student, please look favourably upon me. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And he laughs, and he just says, Tanuki, which I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he like mumbles some stuff, which I was, honestly, I was trying to work out, like, I came home, I Googled it, I was like, oh, what does this mean? I, to this day, I have no idea what it means. Oh, but wow. the Tanuki yeah. bit stuck with me. And it's like a, it just means dog. It's like yeah. a, a Japanese raccoon dog. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm taking that. I, I am taking that. Uh, so yeah, a lot of my persona comes from, um, being a, a, a wild, like little scrappy raccoon dog. Oh, and I thought that that's really cool. He might have said it, he might have not, but I, like genuinely that's the one word that I could understand. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my story of, t- <laughs> uh, kicking, uh, the Joe in the head. <laughs> So uh, next time someone does a seminar, kick him in the head. No, don't. Please don't. Uh, but you might get a cool nickname out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else was I meant to do? Oh, yeah, promotion stuff. Yes. Uh, what have I got to promote? Okay, so where can we uh, see you in the near future? So, I, I, once again, I don't know. I don't know. Stuff in wrestling happens to me. I don't proactively go out. I should. I should, yeah. but I don't proactively Pick go up, out. Britannia on the 19th of uh, February. Britannia, 19th of February in Buckley. Buckley. It's going to be a great show. 
we've got Top Rope Wrestling Academy. That's also happening in February. And I want to say the 5th. Uh, please check them out. They've got some great up and coming stars from there. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's all I've got to put over. Uh, do you want to promote any social media before we go? Yeah. Yeah. I have that. I have social medias. I do social medias. Uh, what do I use? Uh, just Instagram. Just Instagram. I like the pictures. Yes. Uh, and it's Adam Lowe's PW. Um, that's it. Cool. I'll, that's I'll, it. I'll put links in the description below the interview. So I've, I've, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come on and I'll talk. It might not be good and it might not be about wrestling, <laughs> but I'll talk. I do Thank like it. Thank you for having me. I do like it when it goes all off and a bit of attention. <laughs> yeah. The entire time I have, I kind of know what you look like. I think I like saw you at a show, but all I know of you is the words Chris Lappin in Times New Roman on my <laughs> screen, on yeah. my screen, hearing your voice. It's, it's quite a therapeutic voice. It's nice. You should do an ASMR or something. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's all I know of you. Uh, but honestly, it's been a pleasure. I loved it. It's yeah, been it was nice. Great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Harley, I do wish you the speediest of recoveries. You're one of the nicest people that I've met in wrestling. And even though I've come back now and like people see my faces around, um, you, you were always kind. So, uh, please, please get well, like rest up, do what you need to do, come back kicking and strong. Cause, uh, you, you got a bright future. Um, don't, don't brilliant. change. Yeah. Please don't change. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I was really meant to do that. 